And on the phone right now, he runs EasternMainSports.com. Mark Cowden joins us. And Mark, I know you, you always name Athletes of the Week, so give us some updates on some Athletes of the Week this uh, this week in Eastern Maine, what they did to impress uh, you and your staff over there. Well, let's start with the Female Athlete of the Week. Uh, that's Lexi Ireland of uh, PVHS. Um, she's been doing it all year. She's a, she's only a junior. This is her fifth fifth uh, Athlete of the Week honor. She's only the 11th student athlete to um, um, earn that five times. And uh, uh, she put up, uh, she averaged 24, uh, 25, uh, 25 and a half points and 12 rebounds a game last week. And she, she actually got a triple-double in one of the games. So she's been really impressive. And uh, she's the reason, um, excuse me, the, why uh, Penobscot Valley is in the mix there in uh, Class C, a very tough Class C, um, actually. So uh, she was a female athlete of the week, and uh, Keegan General of uh, Holton um, won his second male athlete of the week. Uh, 20, uh, he averaged 23 points and six and a half rebounds and over three steals a game. And uh, he's been a force in, the, in, um, in their attack this year. And uh, Holton um, right there with a bunch of teams in uh, Class C boys. Um, I, I, you know, right now, there's, as I said, there's a bunch of teams in the mix in Class C. Uh, Holton and George Stevens has to be considered um, at the top of the list. Uh, he's leading Holton. And uh, uh, George Stevens also had a big win this past week. I think everybody was looking past them, the three-time state, uh, defending state champions, and uh, lost a lot of firepower, losing Shieldworth and a lot of other players. And They haven't lost against a Class C team yet this year, so uh, they might have lost a lot, but uh, they're the champions until somebody knocks them out. Gotcha. I saw also uh, Lauren Cook, her 1,000th career point. She's only a junior, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, another Class C team there, uh, uh, that's in the mix. Um, they kind of get overlooked because they don't um, they don't play the likes of Penobscot Valley, Dexter, Stearns, Central. They don't play those teams, but they're they're undefeated. And uh, she's as good of an offensive player as you're going to see. Uh, I think her and Ireland and uh, uh, Peyton Grant of Dexter is uh, they just offensively they're fun to watch play. And uh, Cooks Cooks in that group definitely. And uh, yeah, she got it the other night. We got video up of that on on Eastern Maine Sports. And uh, you know, so uh, go check that out. For sure. And then what's upcoming this week? What are you looking forward to cover this week in, in Eastern Maine? Well, well, tonight we got a big one uh, over in Guilford, uh, Dexter PCHS. Uh, my broadcast partner, Zach White, and I have had, been lucky the last week. We had, uh, um, we've had two one-point games uh, last, I don't know, last Thursday, I guess it was. Uh, uh, PCHS uh, defeated Valley by one in a game that was decided in the final seconds. And then Saturday we had uh, Dexter Girls, um, Peyton Grant, who I mentioned before, nailed a three-pointer, a long three-pointer, by the way, uh, well past NBA range uh, to uh, win it for Dexter in overtime over Central on Saturday. So uh, expecting, I mean, we're hoping for a close game. We don't really care who wins. We just want another right. close game, you know. Yeah. But uh, And we might get that. I mean, uh, Dexter did take care of them handily the first time, but uh, PCHS is uh, on a five-game winning streak, and they uh, – Looking really good at home. They're undefeated at home, and um, they got one of the key players back, and they haven't lost since that happened. And um, you know, so um, I mean, they lost to Valley by a lot early in the year. Then they beat them by one the other night at home. So, um, be, they're a team that shoots a lot from the outside. So obviously, that depends on what's going to happen. But if you like high-paced uh, basketball, join us tonight. It's funny you bring that up. Uh, here, you know, in the media, we really root for close games. That's what we always want to see, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we, we root for closed games and no overtime and JV games. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. And, and then one game that was not close was the Patriots game. I'm sure you're thrilled about that, obviously, what they did uh, to the Chargers. What was your takeaway from that pretty dominating performance? Uh, just came in more prepared. Um, you know, all the X-Factors favor the Patriots, the, the travel the Chargers had, the weather, and 
the coaching and and the quote. Uh, experience the quarterback too obviously but uh um you know and all those things came true brady was unbelievable uh you know belichick had them prepared and uh it was just i mean i i was like wondering why they took the ball first because they never do that but i guess mm-hmm. that's why yeah coach Brady was mentioning that that kind of set the tone didn't it <laughs> it did uh, they came out they came out they had the ball first and you know they dominated from the opening kickoff and um just impressed. I, you know, I don't think many of us did, but I obviously didn't expect a game like that. I, I thought the Chargers were going to come in and give them all they could handle. But um, you know, they're, they're always the most prepared team, even if they lose. They're the most prepared team, and obviously, this is going to be a tough one this uh, this Sunday night. Game, uh, yeah, game you covered um, in high school. We'll go back to high school in a, in a moment. Actually, you, you touched on that the game uh, against the Chiefs coming up. Your initial thoughts on that matchup? And then we'll go back to high school in a second here. I mean, obviously, it's gonna be. They haven't won a road playoff game for what eleven years. It's been a while. They haven't had to. They, have, they haven't had to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because they, they've obviously always won the division, and they, you know, usually get their home game. But, um, you know, obviously on paper, this is what the only third time they've ever been underdogs in a playoff game or something since two thousand two or so. I don't know. Some crazy. I mean, they haven't been underdogs very much anyway. But, um, you know, all the factors, you know, the, on paper, it's the Chiefs. But if it gets into a close game. I'm going to take the Patriots with Bill Belichick over Andy Reid, don't you? Absolutely. I, based on the history, yeah, I would agree. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, Mahomes is unbelievable. And, uh, you know, the, Patri- uh, the Chiefs played right with the Patriots at New England, with, and the Chiefs had a couple players out that game. And, and, you know, so, as I said, the Chiefs, I, you know, I don't follow anybody for picking the Chiefs because uh, they're, they're loaded and, uh, you know, there's a reason why they're home. They've been the best team in the AFC all year. So, um, but I, I wouldn't count, I'll count on the Patriots the way they played this past week. Uh, just uh, they're going to be more prepared, and they're going to be. And if it's a, if it's a close game, I, I would uh, bet on the Patriots. But uh, you know, it's just, it's going to be a tough call. Mark, I was going to say I I'm pretty sure I saw somewhere in the six games that Mahomes played against top teams, he was three and three. So you you could probably say that. You know, if they make any mistakes at all and the Patriots play the way that they're capable of playing, they'll be well prepared. I I could see an upset. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And I, I mean, as I said, uh, you know, the Patriots will be more prepared. They, you know, Brady's not. You know, Brady. If if the Patriots lose, it's not going to be because Brady. I hate to say that, but chokes. You know, it's not. That's not going to be the no. reason they lose. I mean, he might he might fail. They, they, you know, the Chiefs might play better. You know, but it's not going to be because Brady freezes up under pressure. It might be the reason the Chiefs lose, though. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. I mean, we don't know. We were, I mean, Mahomes has played one playoff game, so we we, we don't know how he's going to react in a in a championship um, setting. So, um, you know, you're right. It wouldn't be surprising at all. So back to high school because I'm looking at EasternMainSports.com right now. You covered uh, quite the close one there a couple of days ago. Dexter and Central, 25-24. So not very high scoring, but a, a in overtime, a three pointer to win it. Tell us about that game. Yeah, as I mentioned, uh, Peyton Grant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just drill, drill that uh, from uh, you know it was. I mean, you can see the replay of the game. The WHOU has it on their Facebook page, and I, I shared it also. The, the replay of the game, and you can go to the end and see that. But it was just a long three-pointer. Uh, Central did a great job all game. They actually put two people on her all game. Face Gardner, and uh, you know, so she wasn't able to get open. Well, who would be with two people all over the whole game? But right. uh, she was able to get open when she needed to. The last shot, and uh, you know, it was just a, a dramatic three-pointer. And um, you know, Central had that two-point lead there um, in overtime, and then Grant nailed that. Um, yeah, low scoring. Um, you know, few reasons for that. I mean, obviously, not. I mean, they Central took out 
Dexter's best player by putting two people on her, so that, that's part of it. And the defense by Dexter, but also Dexter and, and Central, they both play kind of a similar way. I mean, Dexter, I mean, you usually talk about time and possession in football, but, I mean, they, they would hold the ball for three minutes just passing around because, obviously, it's easy to do when two, gir- two girls are on one player and you're, you're playing four on three. So they're letting you kind of pass the ball around to the other side. So, I mean, there, there was multiple possessions where they held the ball two to three minutes at a time. So wow. um, it wasn't just, it wasn't just uh, poor shooting or, you know, anything like that. Uh, you know, part of it was good defense. I mean, it wasn't great shooting either, but, uh, but it was mostly just holding the ball because, hey, they're going to let you. You're going to try to take out the best player. The other players will just pass it around. Might have been one of the shortest games you ever did. <laughs> it was. For, well, it went to overtime. So it oh, was, there you yeah, go. I think, it, I think it, you know, in regulation, it was, It was. you know, it was. We would have been out of there pretty pretty quick. But, <laughs> you know, with the overtime, it kind of made a difference. And, you know, so if you get late in the game like that in overtime, both coaches saved plenty of timeouts. And it was, you know, kind of took a little longer there. But it, it was worth it. Definitely, um, you know, you see a 25-24 game, you might, you know, might think, oh, that's boring. But, no, it was, it was entertaining. And, you uh, you know, both those teams, they actually go out again tomorrow night. Oh. Um, we're not broadcasting that, but I might go and, and, and watch that and cover that for East of the Sports. But, but, uh, but they play tomorrow night at, at, uh, at Dexter tomorrow. So it was, it's a makeup game, so they actually play twice in a row. But, so that, that could be interesting. But, yeah, it was, a, it was a fun game. And as I said, we've had a couple of those. Uh, last Thursday we had the, the uh, 60, uh, 66-65 uh, PCHS over Greenville Boys. So I mean, uh, not Greenville, Valley Boys. So. And then uh, we talked talk a lot about basketball in Eastern Maine. What's going on right now in hockey in your coverage area? Um, well, I'm going to be honest. I, I haven't had a chance to follow a lot. This is the time when I do. I know Bangor plays uh, Bob Brewer coming out coming okay. here soon. Yeah, yeah, no, but, I mean, I, yeah, I haven't had a chance to cover that a lot. And, uh, you know, I will. Obviously, it's going to start, you know, posting the tournament stuff here in the, night, you know, sure. the end of the month, early, early February. But, um, yeah, just been so busy with the broadcasting and stuff. But, uh, my broadcast schedule does slow down here in the next couple of weeks, so we're going to get into other things uh, also. There you have it. So a lot of basketball broadcasts on the docket, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On, uh, um, as I said, uh, in previous weeks we teamed up with uh, WHOU and appreciate all they do and uh, uh, been able to broadcast a lot of games here, and it's been a lot of fun and uh, our Eastern Maine sports team. My, sport, my favorite sport is baseball. Are you going to be doing any baseball games this spring? I hope so. Baseball is my favorite sport. Oh, there you go. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, baseball. I mean, my, it's my favorite sport to watch. I, I, I could shoot a basketball like anything, but I couldn't hit a baseball. So, I, I but, that, but baseball is my favorite sport to watch and follow. So, uh, I hope so. I don't, I don't know yet. I'll definitely be covering plenty any either way. But, uh, but um, I'm not sure about the broadcast. We'll, we'll see. But uh, hopefully, we can. Because, yeah, that's my favorite sport too. Uh, you know, major league wise, all the way down. It's, it's, it's my favorite sport. I'll, I'll bet though, it's kind of. High school level sometimes it's harder to cover just because mm. you, you know you know because they go so long and, and uh, it's it's you know when it's cold out there in uh, early April it's it's, <laughs> it's hard to cover cover sometimes I actually like covering softball too because it's a fast paced game but oh uh, yeah you know but I, I baseball on TV I love you know Red Sox my thing so so what are your thoughts on the I'll ask you the same thoughts we asking everyone right now because it's January and there is no baseball at the moment but what are your thoughts on Bryce Harper and Manny Machado and <laughs> where they should well, go. I, the Chicago White Sox. I, I I don't know. I mean, I, I was I. And you know, obviously things change. The room has changed. But um, I've been thinking, you know, Machado to the White Sox and uh, Harper back to the Nationals. But obviously the Phillies are kind of involved with both of them. So we'll see. They they they're kind of my runner up for both of them. If, if the team I picked to get them doesn't get them. But I don't know. I have a feeling Nationals. If they seem to really want Harper back and 
I don't think they there was any there's any bad will there. So I I I think he might go back to the Nationals. So as a Red Sox fan, you must be pretty pleased that the Yankees probably aren't going to be signing either of these guys. It looks like. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad if they don't sign Hopper, but I don't really. I mean, Machado's a great, great player, but I mean, I, I don't I don't think <laughs> I don't know something. He doesn't worry me, but <laughs> but uh, I mean he. he I, he didn't come through in the clutch, and I, I think he would obviously help him get there. But I don't—he proved he couldn't hit Chris Sale's slider, right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah, you're right though. That would add a lot to a lot of offensive punch to their team. But I—I I think starting pitching might be their need right now. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, Mark Cowan, Eastern Maine Sports. The website is easternmainsports.com. Don't forget, you can follow him on Twitter, Eastern M E Sports. Mark, before we let you go, though, any other thoughts you want to share about? You know, the landscape in eastern Maine right now in high school athletics and what you're looking forward to down the stretch of the basketball season, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, I kind of mentioned this in the past, but I, I just think there's going to – the tournament coming up is going to be uh, be very good. And, and uh, a lot of lot of balanced teams. I know, uh, well, in Class AA, I think kind of Bangor made a statement last week beating Edward Little, then Hamden. I mean, I think they're the favorites in Class uh, AA, but Oxford Hills, um, the way they play defense, they shut down Bangor mm-hmm. once, and then they shut down a high-powered Coney team. They're going to be dangerous come the playoffs. And the other classes, Class B, C, and D, um, and it, up for grabs, uh, all three of those classes. And, uh, you know, I, I, girls and boys, and I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun coming down the stretch. Um, a lot of important, uh, you know, getting seeding, trying to get a bye, not playing a prelim game. I think all that stuff's important. All right. Mark Cowden, thanks so much for joining us here on the B-List today. Thanks, guys.